Taryag day 59, Mitzvah Shin Ein Zayin, and that's the mitzvah of a Nazir to shave his hair in two ways. When he finishes the period of, of his Nazirus, he has to shave his hair, and also if he becomes Tommy in the middle, and therefore has to end his Nazirus and start again, before he does that, he also has to shave his hair. Even though they're two separate scenarios, but they're both considered to be part of one mitzvah, the Ramam explains, that since there isn't a special mitzvah of a Nazir Tomei, it's just a circumstance in the din of a Nazir Tar, so it's incorporated in the din of a Nazir, where there's a din that he has to shave his hair, either to complete his Nazirus, or to restart his Nazirus. Each time the Nazir shaves his hair when he brings his Karbanas, and they're different Karbanas, for the Nazir Tameh and for the Nazir Tar. The Chinuch explains the reason as part of the previous mitzvah why a Nazir grows his hair during the period of Nazirus and shaves at the end of the Nazirus is it's a way of minimizing the Hanah of the physical, the connection to his body. The Halacha is by Nazir Tar when he brings his Karbanas there was a special chamber in the Ezra's Nashim of the Beis Hamikdash called the Lishkas HaNazirim, which is where the Nazirim would shave their hair. And afterwards, the Halacha says that when they used to cook the meat of the Shlamim, which the Nazir himself would eat, they would use their hair to, so to speak, drain the fire to cook the Shlamim. This is only the Chathchile. If a Nazir would shave his hair somewhere else, he would also be Yotzeh. If a Nazir doesn't have hair, the shaving doesn't ma'akev, doesn't prevent him ending his Nazirus. And similarly, once he's brought his Karbanas, he's allowed to drink wine, even if he hasn't yet shaved his hair. As a Nazir, he doesn't have hands, and therefore can't makai in the mitzvah of waving the Karban together with the Kohen, the mitzvah of Tznufa. Nevertheless, he can end his Nazirus. The Tznufa is not ma'akev. The Halakh of Giluach is to shave all his hairs with a razor, and if he doesn't use a razor, or he even leaves behind just two hairs, that's already considered that he didn't do the mitzvah, and he hasn't been making the mitzvah of shaving his hair. If the carbon shlamim which he brought was possible, then the tignachas, the haircut didn't work, and therefore he'll have to do it again. However, if any one of the three korbanas that the Nazi tires to bring, the shlamim, or the chatos or the oila, Kasha, then he can shave his hair on that carbon. And afterwards he just has the obligation to bring other carbonus as well. The three carbonus Nazi brings are a sheep as Naila, a female sheep as a Khatos, and a ram as a Shlomim. As well as the flower offering and the oil and the wine offering which have to be brought with each one. This mitzvah of Nazirus only applies when in the time of the base of Mikdash, when it was possible to bring the carbonus, both the men and the ladies, who became Nazirim. They would have to shave their hair at the end of the period of Nazirus. And if a person didn't shave his hair, or didn't shave all his hairs, or didn't use a razor, he's been about to this mitzvah saseh. Even if he would leave two hairs, and one of them would fall out on its own, the mitzvah of Gidoch has been done. Because one hair by itself is not considered enough of a shield to be left behind to invalidate the din of shaving. Before the Nazir brings his Korbanus, he remains a Nazir, and therefore he wouldn't be able to become Tomei or drink wine. And therefore, when there's no Korbanus, 
a person would be a Nazir, would have to remain a Nazir forever. Mitzvah Shin Ein Ches, and that's the Mitzvah of the Berkus Kainim. The Pasuk says, speaking to the Kainim, This is the way you have to bless the Jewish people. And therefore the Kainim are instructed to give the Jewish people the bracha, the reason for this Mitzvah, the Chinuch explains. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to bless Klai Yisrael, but not directly through himself, but through the through those people who are chosen to be the Ovedei Hashem, and therefore people who are totally immersed and always concentrated on doing what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. And therefore in their the Brach will be Chal, will, will rest on everyone else. And the reason why Hashem doesn't just leave it by giving a Brach on His own, and He wants the current to be the ones to bless us, and that is because through our actions we get the Koyach of Bracha, and therefore the Kohenim who do what Kodesh Baruch wants, they zaychet to have this Koyach of Bracha to give to Klai Yisrael. And the Kodesh Baruch from his point of view is always willing to give Bracha, it's always, his hands always open to do, do, do good to us. And therefore, but he wants to show that it's those people who deserve and are tzaddikim have the Koyach of dispensing Brachas. The Anach of Birkas Kohenim today, it needs a minion, and when the Kohen gets to Let's say the Kohenim go up to in front of the Besaknesis, in front of the Shul, what's called the Duchon, facing the Arana Kodesh. And only after the the, the Chazan finishes the Bracha of Haidah, then they make the Bracha and they turn towards the people and spread out their hands and they give the Bracha. The, the Shneach Tzibu reads word for word for them to repeat after him. Because the Pasuk says, him, you should tell them what to say. So we tell the Kohen which word of the Bracha to say. And the coin repeat after him, and after each pasuk, everyone in the sefer says amen. And then afterwards, they return back to the heichel again and wait until the the chazan finishes simshalim, um, when they can then return to their places. Since it's a mitzvah, the coin make a bracha, but since it's a mitzvah which is only instructed to the coinim, so the nusach of the bracha is a shekel deshanu because there's a special added dimension of kedusha which is given to the Kohenim, which enables them to bless Klai Israel. People, Kohenim, who can't speak properly, or who have other physical blemishes, or who have done a virus, which would be disqualified for giving the bracha, or would uh, be drunk, are not allowed to give a Birkus Kohenim. And this Mitzvah applies in every place and time with the Kohenim. We instructed to give a bracha to Klai Israel. And only in the Tfilas of Shachris, Musaf, or in Kippur, when there's Ne'ilah. In Mincha, there's no Birkas Kanim. And the reason for that was, was because Mincha was always, or often davened after people had eaten. And the Chashash is after a meal, a coin might have drunk a reverse of wine, in which case it would invalidate him from giving the bracha. However, in a tiniest, when there's Ne'ilah, so then the coin hasn't drunk, and therefore he'd be allowed to give the bracha. Uh, this is the Ikaradin. The Ramah already brings down that Fashkenaz in the Minagin Chutzlaret was not to give the Birkas Kainim except on Musaf Ad Yamtaf. And the reason for that being that in order to give a bracha, the person giving the bracha has to be in an atmosphere, in an attitude of simcha, of happiness. And with the Tzaras of the Goddess, then besides for those rare occasions of Yamtaf, when people felt that simcha, they weren't in the right frame of mind to be able to give brachas. And that's a mitzvah which is applicable then for the Kohenim, that the Arana Kodesh had to be carried on the shoulders of the Levim who are carrying it. 
and not in a wagon like the other parts of the Mishkan. The Pasuk says, Bakosef Yisrael has to be carried by their shoulders. And the Ram explains that even though in the Midbar it was the Levim of Bnei Kahas who carried the Oren, it was only there because there weren't enough Kohanim to do it. There were only three Kohanim. However, afterwards, for example, in Yericho and later on, we find it was the duty of the Kohanim to carry the Oren HaKodesh. The Ramban disagrees. He says, Chas Hashem, no mitin Torah changes. And uh, the Levim are still allowed in, in Mutzuvah to carry the Oren HaKodesh. The Kohanim also have the privileges of Levim, and therefore the fact that Kohanim carry it is because they aren't less than Levim. Even after the Aaron HaKodesh was brought to Yishalayim, there was no longer a further reason to carry it. However, if it would, for whatever reason, need to be carried, then once again the mitzvah would be on the Levim, according to the Ramban, or the Kohanim, according to the Rambam, to be the ones to carry the Aaron HaKodesh. The reason for the mitzvah is since the Ikka covet of Klai Yisrael is at Sefer Torah, the Luchos, that's, that's what gives us our distinction as being Klai Yisrael, and that, that, that's what the Aaron HaKodesh contains, and therefore we use our most holy and our most honored uh, element of Klai Yisrael to be the ones to carry it. Which is understood, that's the Avodah of the Hashem, either the Kohanim or the Levim. And same thing as respect, they were carrying their shoulders as opposed to putting in a wagon like they did to the other Kohanim. This mitzvah applies when we have an Aaron Kodesh and they have to carry the Aaron Kodesh for whatever reason. But now, when we don't have the opportunity because we don't have the Aaron Kodesh, so we don't have a way to make this mitzvah. And when that mitzvah would have been applicable, it would have been applicable to the Shavit of Levi. Today, carrying Sifrei Torah doesn't have this distinction. And therefore, there's no reason to give it to the Levim to carry the Sifrei Torah. But the Chinuch says, nevertheless, if you want to show honor and give it to the Dafi, call him a Levim, there's no reason not to do that. Mitzvah Shin Pei, and that's the mitzvah of bringing the Pesach Shaini on the 14th of Iyar. And that was, the Halacha is forever was unable to bring the Pesach on the 14th of Nisan, either because he was Tomei or because he was too far from the base of Mikdash to bring it on its time. So there's a second opportunity to bring the Korban Pesach, and that will be a month later on the 14th of Iyar. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean because it's time or too far away, even if there's some other oiness or a person forgot, there will also be a reason to bring a Pesach Shani. The reason for the mitzvah explains the Chinuch, that since the Korban Pesach is part of the Imuna in the fact that Shem creates the world, because it's a reminder of the Nisim we did for us in Mitzrayim, which were the Nisim where we saw clearly that HaKadosh Baruch was in control, and uh, not just the entire world, we were witness to the miracles that Hashem did for us. Everyone came to the belief and the understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a creator and he's in control. And therefore, yeah, he, because that's how he took out of Mitzrayim miraculously and took us through the sea. And as an extension of that, afterwards, how he kept us going in the desert, how he gave us the man, how he brought us the clouds, everything which was all a miraculous existence for 40 years. That uh, principle, which we were witness to as a nation of the principles of Imana, and therefore the Quran Pesach, which is a reminder of that HaKadosh Baruch wants every Jew to be a part of, and therefore even if an Oynes or something else would prevent them being a part of the Quran Pesach Rishon, I assume it's a second opportunity 
to fulfill it in, in Pesach Sheni. And therefore, even someone who wasn't able to keep Pesach Rishon, he wasn't yet a Godel, or he only converted afterwards, would still be able to keep the Pesach Sheni. The difference between the two of them is that on Pesach Rishon, there's an Isser owning Chomet for the entire duration of Pesach, whereas in Pesach Sheni, there's no Isser and owning Chomet, you just can't eat it with the Kovim Pesach. Same thing, it's not a Yom Tif, it's Mosadim Melacha. It doesn't need Halal as part of the eating of the carbon Pesach in the second one. However, both of them have to be eaten roasted, both of them have to be eaten together with Matzah and Marar. Both of them are Deich Shabbos. And both of them, you're not allowed to leave any of it over because it's a carbon, or you're not allowed to break any of the bonds. To sum up, anything which is applicable to the Pesach itself, the animal itself and the carbon house brought was the same as Pesach Rishon, However, the other dinim of Pesach were different between the first and the second Pesach. Tell me a person who, who has to bring a Pesach Shani is somebody who wasn't tar in order to in, in time or in, in order to eat the Pesach Rishon. However, somebody who was Tomei on the 14th of Nisan, the time to bring the Pesach, but could table that day and would be tar in time to eat the Pesach on the night of Pesach, on the 15th, would be mukhir to do that, and you could bring the carbon Pesach already on the, on the right time. Similarly, what's considered too far from Yishalayim is 15 mil out of Yishalayim, which is the amount a person would be able to walk in a day. This mitzvah applies only when it's a base of Migdash, and was able to bring the carbon. And the Shekhinuch passes like the opinion that for men, Pesach Shani was an obligation. For ladies, it was a Rishos, which means it was voluntary. Which means if they want to bring Pesach Shani, they could, but they weren't mechuyiv to. And if a man was over and didn't bring the Pesach Shani, he couldn't bring the Pesach Rishon. He's Chayav Kares, according to one opinion. And according to the second opinion, the Chayav Kares is only if he didn't bring the first Pesach, it. However, if he's a Oynas or a Shagag, both of them, and then for sure he's not Chayav Kares, if he's a, but if you'd be amazed in both of them, then you would be high of course. This is one of the only two myths to say in the Torah that a person can be high of course but not fulfilling. The other one is Brismeda. Mitzvah Shin Pei Aleph, and that's a mitzvah that a person has to eat the Pesach Shani together with Matzah and Marar. The Pesach says, Matzah And for the same reason as the Pesach Rishon was eaten with Matzah and Marar, one applied to the Pesach Shani as well. We saw that the matzahs which have to be eaten as a mitzvah, matzahs which are guarded from not becoming chomets. And the chadchila, that means from the time that it's, that it's harvested. For Mara, even though any better vegetable would work, there's a mile in using lettuce which is called chasa. Firstly, the name chasa in Aramaic means Hashem had compassion on us, the word chas aleinu. And there's also a header because that's a reminder of how guys, just like the lettuce, when eaten, starts sweet and becomes bitter, same thing, the persecution in Mitzrayim started gently and got more harsh. And all these things contribute to remind us of the Nisim Hashem did for us when we took us out of Mitzrayim. And that's why there's a minor specific thing getting lettuce, but any other more is also Yotzeh. The Mitzvah of eating the Pesach Shani was also only when there was a Pesach Migdash it was possible to bring the Pesach Shani. And as we said before, it was applied as a chayvah to men and as a to ladies.
just like she's not mechuyev to be bezach shani, obviously she's not mechuyev to eat matzah and mar. Mitzvah shin pei bez, and that is not to leave any of the pesach shani meat to the next day. It's a carbon. The pasuk says leyashin v'yano had biker, and just like every carbon, it can't be eaten after the time allotted to eat the carbon. Mitzvah shin pei gimel, and that's a mitzvah not to break any bones of the carbon pesach shani. It says ve'etzim leyishbaru boy. Again, just like the Pesach Rishon, there was a special day of Pesach that has to be eaten in the way of greatness, and therefore one doesn't break bonds. A mitzvah shin peidaret is a mitzvah of blowing the chatzotzeres in the Pesach Mikdash, either at times of yamtavs or times of war. The Pesach says, V'chitavoyim l'chomu ba'artzachem, ben v'arayosin b'chatzotzeres, as a sign of preceding Hashem before a battle, and also times of Yom Tefreshchodesh, then also they would blow the Chatzotzes over the Karbonos. The Halacha tells us they used to blow the Chatzotzes every day, and every time they brought the Karbon Tomit, and that would be the start for the Levim to sing the song they sang with every Karbon Tomit. The reason for this mitzvah says the Chinuch. Because at the time they bring the carbon, everyone had to focus on the mitzvah. Because uh, the wrong thoughts in bringing a carbon would make the carbon possible. And besides which, we are offering, offering to Hashem that it has to come with the right motivation and intentions. And same thing, in a time of war, a time of distress, the person has to focus on his tefillah, to ask Hashem to save him. And therefore the mitzvah to blow the chatzotzeres was, since a person needs sometimes to be aroused from his natural state to focus on what he's meant to be thinking about, otherwise he naturally tends to sleep. Therefore, just like the shofar is meant to mo'erer a person, same thing the chatzotzeres, their job was to arouse a person. Besides for that, it will cause the person to focus on what Hashem wants him to think about as opposed to other things, and therefore he'll be focusing on the carbon which is being brought or the Twitter which he has to do. The chatzotzes are made out of silver, and other metals would be possible. There were always two chatzotzes. The first one to the add, you could add more than that. The Gemara says until 120. This mitzvah only applied at the time of the base of Mikdash, for the Kohenim who was there to blow it. Just like in the Midbar, it was the Bnei Aaron, the Pasuk says, the group of chatzotzes. And if the Kohenim were over in this, and did not blow the chatzos in the time of the carbon, it would be a battle this mitzvah's essay.